we're, we're back. Uh, we're back at the Mindset Media Center for are another. Are we live now? Gabe, you're interrupting already, and we haven't even started. He's introducing everybody. Sorry, go ahead, bro. We are back at the Mindset Media Center for another episode. This week, I'm actually I'm very honored this week. Normally, I'm just honored, but I'm very honored to have, I was going to say four, three gentlemen who I unfortunately have a friendship with, and I'm also <laughs> in, in, in business. Well, we're not in business together, but you know we were every best now, friends. Every now, every now and then. We laughed, we laughed after you said that. Gabe didn't. So, Gabe, how do you feel about what he just said? I mean, he always he always says unfortunately. So okay, at this point, okay. kind of tired out. You're so used to it. So I like just played out. Dave, yeah. thanks for coming back on the podcast. How many how many how many golf clubs have you got since the last episode? Where was that you that made fun of him for having one golf <laughs> yeah, club? That was me with you know what's fun? You know what's funny? I actually ended up. So the guy the guy that was working with me, he ended up giving me a club, and then I bought a club. You have a golf you, you have a golf coach. Wait wait when you say I have it, one yeah. You have one more club than you so had I have, last time. No, but I had it already. I forgot oh, I had two clubs in my car, so clubs. I have two, but they're both seven irons. So oh, wait, when you club. you got two seven irons. <laughs> so when you say a guy that was working with you, you meant like helping you on your swing? Or? I, I mean like I went to the range. Uh-huh. I paid this guy for an hour, Okay. and he would teach me how to golf. So he gave you two seven irons? No, he gave me one oh, to one use seven. until I got yeah, mine. This guy doesn't believe in his best you friend. Never, so you never gave that. I'll show you how to golf. Him. Huh? You never gave him his seven iron back. I know. Matt, I got you, brother. You'll get it back. Well, I listen. Heard, I heard it here first, Matt, so I got you. You know, Dean's <laughs> actually pretty pretty good. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I think what amazes me is the most is Dean's been golfing. You so. don't want to give me an opportunity to show you how to play golf, right? You want to rely on some jerk off at the driving range. It has nothing to do with the Sorry, jerk sh- off. Sorry, Matt. Shout out to all the guys at the driving <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that. It's just, you know, we're friends. Let's right. keep it that way. Yeah, we keep it. We, we tend to keep our friendships separate. Once in a while, we do some business together, but we tend to, uh, you know, get a little excited with each other on the phone, so... <laughs> Either way, listen, Gabe. Thanks for coming on today again, brother, Mr. Sambala. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? I know you were actually on a prior episode as well. I was. And uh, thanks for coming back out today. I actually brother. didn't have the uh, luxury of sitting here, though. It was actually a different setting. Oh, on the yeah, couch you were over on there. The couch. Yeah, I was on the couch. G-Man. What's up? You had a uh, you had a viral clip on the last episode. Yeah, you were very excited to talk about your uh, your new marriage. Yep, they and caught, they the, caught the right moment. They know? caught the right moment. That was it. And he um, was in it though. Like I was in it, man. Gio, like Gio, you know, Gio doesn't have any too too many moments where he speaks with conviction. But th- that moment, wow, he felt it. I don't have too many moments that I speak with conviction. Wow, right there, like, conviction, conviction. We joke around a lot, right? Yeah. But like what. <laughs> When you're bro, actually when I'm passionate, when, I'm passionate, yeah, when you're I'm, I'm when passionate. you're in it, you're fucking in it, bro. Yeah, so that you like that. You're right about that. Yeah. When I watched that video, I'm like, God damn, I felt. I look serious about that video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I'm passionate, I'm passionate. Speaking about relationships, all right. So wait, how many people share that? I think the well, first seven, eight. Thousand. It was like something crazy, right? Yeah. What was cool? It was it was our first week that we rolled out. I mean, not our first week. It was one of the. What the fuck is going Excuse on? I think it was the first. I was just curious after about hours podcast. Are you getting all worked up. Yeah, so it was one of our first couple first of after hours. It was our first after hours podcast. Yeah. Gio again talked about his amazing new marriage and wife. So and when, sorry for interrupting. We got thirty six thousand. Second likes, time he did that. One hundred sixty seven comments, five thousand five hundred fifty five saves, and seven thousand four hundred eleven. Yeah, and he got like three or four hundred thousand views. 
Oh, thanks to my Holding wife. It down. Yeah, three hundred forty-nine thousand. Now views. on that on that actual clip, it's just Geo talking. That's it. That's it. It's just Geo. Maybe just pointed at him the whole time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Just 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 ask Geo questions ask the entire questions. time, and just keep the focus on Geo. I'll just make sure I speak with conviction. Speak. So, can I ask you? How would your wife feel about that? I mean, you're well. She loved she, it. She loved married. She, she loved it until we started really getting like we started kicking off. Then yeah. she was feeling a little a certain type of way. Well, once you hit like a hundred thousand, yeah. Once we got over a hundred, I'm like, babe, we're at a hundred. She's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> once I got to three hundred, she she didn't even care. <laughs> not even listening to it anymore. You know, I've always said the greatest gift you can give someone is your time, your attention, and your love. And I think. You showed that by that last video. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, listen, I mean, I think everyone kind of can agree with it that, you know, when you have that connection with somebody, it just throws everything that you thought you knew about a relationship out the window. You know, it, it kind of, it just sets everything into a different perspective. Um, and like I said there, you know, when you know, you know, when it feels right, you got to run with it. You know, something I always heard from other people is that the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships, yeah. no matter what part of life it is, whether it's in business or personal or your love life, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and I, as I get older, you know, I've, I've also realized myself that I used to think life was about items and, you know, who could win the rat race and who could be ahead of who, and life's about experiences, you know, sure. I've realized over these last couple of months and, and year or so. Sure. You know, and to finally have that, you know, and, and to believe in that, it really... It takes the pressure off of life because life, you know, gets challenging, especially yeah. especially with what we do, you know, the last was, year or so. I was so. just about to say, like, in, in the gr- in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah. what we do is important, right? It helps people, and you know, you know, we we, we definitely make an impact. But we we wear it, all of us wear it, wear it on our wear, yeah. wear it on the seas. You know, we carry the, we feel like we carry take, the weight of the world. Take that home with you. Yeah, hundred percent. And you got remember me, man. I was crazy. I was even crazier a couple of years oh. ago. I wear my. We all wear our heart on yeah, our sleeve. We're all we're all that yeah, way. Of and, course. And similar. And you take that home with you. And when it comes to, again, who you have at home, they need to be able to support that and understand yeah. where you're coming from, what you're dealing with during the day. Just like you would, obviously, vice versa. It, feelings are mutual. But um, yeah, from what we come with. It, you know, we're on a roller coaster ride. They can be great, and all of a sudden, they can end the complete opposite of what nope. they started at. So, you know, it's mood swings, I it's guess. It's up to us to perfect that, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I give, you know, again, all my respect to any women out there that are, you know, supporting their, their men through sales, especially in the mortgage industry or real estate right now. Um, you know, we're all kind of, you know, kind of just pushing through. And, um, yeah, we all go through those mood swings, and you need that other person that's there to support you and tell you, listen, it's all right, babe. We're, you know, you'll get through it. You go home and she cooks you a nice meal, and the next day starts. You do it all over again. <laughs> I think that, yeah. especially when it comes down to having a partner, yeah. and uh, kind of like Dean said, to where you know, as you get older, you're supposed to learn more yeah, wisdom, yeah. everything, yeah. the whole nine. And if you don't have a support staff, to where in our industry. You're required to work long hours if you yep. want to be a top producer. Yep. Yep. It's just it's just known. We didn't sign up for the nine to five. It's a poor staff isn't just at work. It starts it starts Correct. at home. So, so, yeah. so now it's it's also having someone that is your rock and your backbone yeah. at home that understands that every now and then there's gonna 100%. be a networking event. There's gonna be the client who doesn't get home until five by the time yeah. the kids bath. Sports, they can't meet until seven. Exactly. And talk. So, you know, we sacrifice 
a lot when it comes to our particular industry, but when you meet that real one who is that backbone, they sacrifice a lot. Exactly. Too. It's true. There's a lot of time apart when you're trying to, you know, build your business or you're trying to, again, just muscle through it. Um, you know, and again, that's why I'm getting a puppy this weekend. So to fill that extra space. That's oh, getting a huh? puppy. <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> huh? Got to drive all the way out to Ohio. To you get driving it? there? Yeah, I'm going to drive. It's like seven hours. Jeez. I'm going to make an adventure out of it. You know? got I could take a flight, obviously, be there in an hour and come back. But Yeah, but then the, the dog can also grow up with some issues. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, yeah. good unlikely. experience. Being a good dad. That's what I'm uh, saying. We got the dog dad over here, That's Gabe. It. It's unlikely the dog will grow up with some issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlikely. It's I think hour. we all grow it's up with some issues. It's, it's an hour flight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> never know, man. You know, getting back into, <laughs> I know we were, we were just starting to talk about how challenging it is for some people to understand you know, what we do in life, you know, and not even just kind of what we do in life being in the mortgage and real estate industry. It's what that also comes with. You know, it comes with, like you said, the long hours and, you know, not being there for every event you might want to be there for, whether it's your family or your children. And that's just something that comes with, I feel like, success in sure. in any field, whether it's sales or, you know, customer service anything when no you, matter what it is when you're trying to get to a certain point a certain point though that's it it almost just becomes where business and personal just start to become one right right like they, you know everyone always talks about balance everyone talks yeah. about yeah there's I no gotta, balance i gotta have i gotta have balance in my personal it's life impossible. there is no balance yeah. eventually you just learn that it all just becomes one and you, you learn fit things in when you can fit that's them in. It. Like that's it. You know, you'd be able to manage your time, manage you're your right. time better, you're right? right? Yeah. You go on vacation. You're at Disneyland, Disney World. My daughter just and got back get, from Disney this week. <laughs> She's the queen you, of Disney. And you get and you get those three calls to where you get off a ride and you have three calls. Yeah. And then there's one to where you're like, oh, I really got to deal with this shit right now. Yeah. Hey, honey, um, you mind if I just make this quick call to where? I agree with you to where it's... Yeah, it's you got to walk away for 20, 30 minutes. Mike, we can't even play a hole on the golf course without the phone ringing 15 right. times. You put your right. phone in your bag for 10 minutes, and by the time you get to the next hole, yeah, well, and you, you pull your I, phone out. You and I know that. Yeah. Gabe and Gio don't. Yeah, you got to get... We don't they know play. about having two seven irons and maybe, you know... So I played this so past crazy. week, and I did all right. It's just, it's just so crazy, <laughs> two sevens. So let me ask you this. A seven iron. Yeah. Do you know what you would use that for as far as like this? I don't twice? have a clue. All I know is every time I go, 150, 150, 150. Wait, so you're, wait, so you're that consistent with a seven? Yeah, I'm, I'm like 120, we 130, got one club. You can only practice one way. So, yeah, it's all so I you do. know what? You, sh you should really grab another club or two. And then because I realized, though, that like between trying to work out, maintain a solid diet, trying to work, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day, I just, I just can't like, right. I, it just, it's not, it doesn't make any sense. Cause you know, I, I think golf is actually, it takes time. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it, is time. it takes a lot of repetition. Time. It takes, you know, it takes continuous, continuous practice. Yeah, it's a lot of practice, bro. You know, the, how I've looked at it the last year or so is that I look at it kind of like as a sales funnel now, you know, being, I guess, a decent golfer or a good golfer. Yeah, decent. Yeah. You know. Why are you downplaying? Yeah, 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 guys, he's decent. Semi, yeah. semi pro. Yeah, guys, he's you, decent. You yeah. can use it. He's only a scratch golfer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's just say All the right. audience now. Let's just say the next Tiger Woods. Yeah. All right. Nah, bro, the, the kid's nasty. He's nasty. He's nasty. filthy. You know, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking he's, about because you started by saying that. Yeah, you know, I'm a decent, decent. golfer. Really? You downplayed it. Listen, no matter what it is, when you work hard at something in life, whether it's a sport or it's your job or it's your family you know, you're going to make it work. 
you know, you'll, you'll beat the odds if you put that extra work in. And when I was 16 or 17 and I actually started golfing and I had a baseball injury, I was a lefty pitcher. I played baseball growing up. And once I got injured and realized that I wasn't great at like something anymore, like a sport that I could play, I had to find out what, what was that next thing that I was going to do that mm -hmm. I could try to be great at. And I picked up a golf club and what, whatever happened, happened. I ended up being, being happened, happened. decent in the beginning. I wasn't great. I was shooting 90, you, shoot 90 wait, 100. Just, just a quick point real quick. Growing up with Dean, whatever he did, whatever he picked up at, natural. It was straight out. It was just so irritating. He you always up, have those kids he, that are just good. He, like he never picked up a basketball. All of a sudden, three. You know, you, you, nah, you, that's the one sport nah, I was never man, good you, at. You, you get you on the court. You you were shooting threes. You got you got him on a soccer field. You got him on a football. Field. It did not matter what the sport was. Just naturally that natural gifted yeah. at everything he did. Thank you, brother. I I appreciate that, man. And it goes back to working hard, you know, and 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 being successful. And if you put your mind to it, it works. You know, something that I always also like to say is, you know, success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. So if you can continue to, like I always say, push forward and understand what the goal is, the end goal, and you do the things you know you need to do every day until you're going to get there, you'll beat the odds. And, and I feel like you'll accomplish whatever you're looking to accomplish. Yeah. Like I said, whether it's a sport, family, business, life, you know, whatever Yeah, I feel that as, as far as when it comes down to success, like the success steps are already there. Like the footprints yeah. are there. You just got to step in it. Yeah. You know, so as long as you just do what successful people do. The footprints, of course, are there because we're around those people and we wouldn't be where we are if we weren't around those sure. people because we choose to be around the people we're around. You know, and let me ask life. you this, as far as what your golf success, did you start with a seven iron? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, You're not going to drop this. No, no, no. I know. I just want to know. Did you start? No, no. I want to know because this oh, is, yeah. did you start? I feel like the seven iron is the standard club that when you take a lesson, they just say like pull out your seven iron. Yeah, they just say pull out your seven iron, and I don't know why they do that because a seven iron is not the easiest club to hit in the. It's not. No, it's not. A nine. But would I guess be, fun, right. Fun. A nine would be easier. Yeah, pitching wedge or a wedge. I don't know. I feel pretty good when I pick up a seven. <laughs> so. Well, because that's all you have. I feel like yeah, a seven. but and I rock it 150, 150, 150. straight, all day, one fifty. We gotta get this guy a set of clubs because I'm gonna end up buying him a set of clubs. Right. And, then, and then and then and then you know it's so Gabe. The wonderful thing about golf is. Mm -hmm. When you go on a tee, or you go and you stand on the fairway, I gotta be honest. And you have that seven, and you know what you're gonna do all day. Then you're gonna realize it doesn't go 150 doesn't, straight I once know. you end up on the fairway. That's but that's, my, my that, whole that's the beauty. Th of the my, game. Well, unless you're Dean, but yeah. My whole thing is is that if I get on the course, course, I know for a fact I'm not gonna have any patience to be there for six, five hours. For there's just no way, right? I, yeah, that's something that you gotta learn. Yeah. Get, no. get out the cart, go on the green, get back in the cart, go back on the green. No way. I can't do that. It's not for everybody, Guff, and I learned that. because well, I've, you can I've, walk. I can walk. Even then, I don't want to walk. My back. Yeah. Get it. And I've played with back. some people. Up, down hills. I'm stressed Come on, out. you're fucking back. You're in the gym every day. You're 55 years old. You're back. I'm back. Th just thinking about it. Holding that bag is always <laughs> awkward, though. It. Thank you. Though I can't get hold of the bag down. I used to it's hold the so bag awkward. every day. <laughs> I used to always falling off. I'm grabbing it. I'm holding, I'm holding it by the fucking you, by the clubs. Do you remember that time? <laughs> I used to hold my bag. I used to play Best Page Black every week. The most hilly, one of the most hilly golf courses in the country. And we would be required to hold our bags because you're not allowed to take a cart on that yeah, course so be struggling. Hey, hold you, my bag you have like to carry your bag and play the round of golf also so <laughs> you'd yeah. be struggling yeah. way more well, than just holding your bag <laughs> yeah. on that black oh yeah that's for sure my, about black. my first time though actually being on a course 
Dean got me a job in high school. Oh my god! And you flipped the card over. I flipped the, 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 the card. No, two cards. Multiple? Yeah, two. How? I was just being a degenerate. I got gave a job. Oh, pay? Did you have to pay for any damages? <laughs> oh, Off screen, we could talk about. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about. <laughs> I'm not talking about on the air. Oh wow! So we went, we went to some legal shit. <laughs> it was, it was, it what, was, it was kind of funny. But in any case, <laughs> they were, sh- they had, they had no caddies that day. So me and Dean worked the range. So they had asked Dean the caddy, and they were like, "We need one more guy." So Dean's like, "Gabe, Gabe." I'm like, "What am I doing?" So we get on this green. We, ca- we caddied together, right? We did, and I'm lucky enough, thank God. That these guys were just like real cool, real cool laid back guys, just celebrating like a fiftieth birthday and didn't yeah. give a shit about anything. It was probably John Larufa, the guy who manages our bill. That's who I used to caddy for at Cold Spring Country Club. The gentleman okay. who actually he's on in our elevators now. His stamp, he manages a lot of the buildings. Oh, locally. Wow! So he was at Cold Spring. That's who I used to caddy for. And I was getting yelled at left and right. Don't step on the green. Don't do this. He putting the bag on the green. <laughs> the, driving a car across the green. I didn't think about it. Hysterical. Yeah, you wouldn't know unless you. A lot of people don't know because I've gone out with a lot of people who don't forget fundamentals of playing golf, but just course etiquette and just understanding what you can't and can do. So, Dean, what's been your worst, like, course etiquette case? Like, your I was, I was, I was a hothead when I was younger. I used to, I, I wasn't relaxed. To, maybe I'm still a hothead. Throwing clubs across the I never, I never got that crazy, but I used to get, I used to get, I used, I used, I used to get frustrated, and I got very down on myself when I wouldn't, you know, perform how I wanted to perform. You know, something that always happened is, is I would play great in a golf tournament, and then my father would show up the next day, and then all of a sudden I would shoot fucking 150 because I would have the pressure of having to, you know, play well. My father's watching me, or family, whatever it was, and eventually I started to figure that out. You know, there was one experience where I played at a course out east and my father came and watched and I, I shot like a 69 that day. I was like 19 or 20. I was first place in the tournament and that was a great experience. So that kind of gave me like that feeling of like, I feel like some of these people get that do it for a living, like walking down that fairway at the end of the round, like you're leading a tournament, everybody's cheering you on. You know, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. The pressure's crazy. And I feel like now if I fast forwarded 10 years later from when it actually happened 10 years ago or so, I feel like I'd be a different animal because I could handle that pressure so much differently now. I mean, you, under pressure in general, though, you operate pretty well. Yeah, that's like I said on the last podcast, you can't ever fold under pressure. And that's something I always tried to live by because whether it's a sport, business, life, a relationship, there's always going to be pressure. And if there's not pressure, you know, you're probably not going to accomplish anything. You can't handle pressure poorly for a long period of time no. and be in our business. No, no way. You can't. You need to learn, like, one of the biggest things that that used to occur to where when a problem used to occur to where it was either processing, underwriting, whatever it was, the client, the seller, whatever, one of the biggest things was initially you look to react and then blame, you know? So one of the big things that I learned was instead of being reactive and blaming, it was reacting and finding a solution. And then what I found was by focusing on that solution, then eventually by the time the problem was solved, I forgot about who fucked up, who made the mistake. Because it didn't matter. The asshole was going to get ripped. Right. Because at that point, right, right. At that point, it was just like, all right, a a lesson, and let's make sure that this doesn't happen again. You know, that kind of. That kind of mentality. Well, listen, the road to success and the road to failure are almost exactly the same. 
you know what I'm saying? It gets challenging either way. You know, being a failure in business is the most challenging thing in the world because nobody wants to fail, right? And then being successful, of course, comes with all of the obstacles and hurdles that you have to get through to get to that other side and be consistent and be successful. So I commend anybody in our business and people who do what we do, you know, in sales and in customer service and that have to deal with people and their emotions and their lives as well. We think we're just dealing with our life. We're dealing with everybody else in their lives as well, you know, on a daily basis. So I commend all of us, you know, for actually dealing what we deal with on a daily basis. doesn't make you better than anybody, but that's what we chose to do. And that's why you reap the rewards of what this business offers you, you know, when, when times are good. So. I was just gonna. I was just gonna add on to what we we're talking about before. Actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier today, um, you know, about about the business, like what's going on, and you know, he was just saying because he's now he's now become a full time agent. You know, he was a teacher full time and an agent full time, right? So he, he, you know, he quit. His he just became a full time agent now. Well, I'm, so let me rephrase. That's amazing. I was he was he was a so he was a full time teacher, and then when he got out of work. He was an agent. He did about twenty deals. Sure. Um. You know, last year. That's impressive. Yeah, cranking. Impressive. With, with, Pretty so good. So he quit. So he quit his. You know, he quit the teaching, and he's now a full. You know, full time agent. It's big. Well, I so I I said it to him this way: You're a full full time agent. You were a full time agent before, yeah, but now you're yeah. full 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 time. So in any case, we were just talking about it before, and he was just saying like, you know, it's it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I get, I get so worked up about the things that I can't control in day to day. And it's probably why, like, my, my temperament hasn't been where it usually is. Is because, you know, we're all like that. The last year, we're yeah, all, we're like, all. It, it, it's hard right now, right? It, it, it is hard. It is hard to make money. It, is, it is a grind right now, and we're all going through it. And yep. I think the biggest thing is is learning to compartmentalize everything that you go through on the day to day. You know, being able to take a step back, take a breath. You know, take a step out of the office and just say. It's okay. We're gonna figure it out. Well, because I know we we don't all just do this for money. We do this because we care about people. Hundred percent. I, I know for myself as well. And success is not just about making money. It's about making a difference right. in people's lives. So of course, when it's challenging, even for other people, it it breaks my heart to see what some people have yeah. to go through. You know, this last year or so, the person that makes a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that would comfortably qualify for. Uh, a $500,000 purchase, you don't even qualify for that house in 2023, you know, which which doesn't even make sense because two, three, four, five years ago, 10 years ago, you know, there was so much buying power. First-time home buyers could buy whatever house they wanted. The rates were 3 4%. I feel like the didn't world... Matter. Yeah. It didn't matter. To yeah, that was like a cookie-cutter yeah. client. That's like a cookie-cutter client. Well, that's what, but that's, that's why everyone's in, in, in the trouble that they're in now, right? Like all these people got mortgages that should have never gotten mortgages in the first place. Right, because you're approving everybody two and a quarter, two and a half, you know, who you know who might have been salaried at the time, and then you know layoffs started to happen, you know, overextended themselves a little bit, and you know the cost of living went up, taxes go up, insurance goes up, groceries go up, gas goes up, everything everything's gone up. Right, right. People can't keep up with it. But just like but but just like how those individuals focus on what they can control, right, in life. So a salary based individual, it's a little bit easier to focus on what you can control because what's the one thing you can't control? Your salary now, you can control your opportunities for advancement, higher higher pay, raises, etc. But guys like us, with, to but, where but with but with only so much though. At that point, at least with us, you know, we have the ability you know, to guys grow. The limit. There's we, no cap. The harder we work, the more we make. One yeah. of the most beautiful things about this business is, no matter 
how hard you work, you always have an op- you always have that opportunity to make more. So when you look at like your your controls of influence and what you have the ability to control, right? It's when you focus less on the things that you can't control, which naturally as human beings, we want to focus on those things that, you know, oh, this is off. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate how, you know, certain things, certain things kind of just roll out when just a poor decision is made. We can't help, you know, as far as what other people decide, you know? So, yeah. so, so as far as just focusing on what we can control just allows us to just zero in on eye on the prize. Hundred percent, especially too when you work, you when you know when you're a loan officer, you you operate you a business within a business, right? right? So, you know you you want your business to be perfect. You may not want the company you work with to be perfect, but you want your business. Oh, to be whoa, right? easy you game. Should, whoa, easy. You're gonna start this right now, live. You may not wait. Whoa, whoa. I, don't, I don't think any. No matter where you are, you know, no. Co- no company, whether no. whether no whether, whether it's a whether Even it's a company, if you own it and run it. It's not no, but be perfect. when you're someone who who you know who's running a business within a business, right? Like our like all mm-hmm. of us here, we all run a business within a business, hundred percent. And we all and we're all perfectionists, right? To a point where we want to execute perfectly. We want to give the best fucking experience to to every buyer's agent, to every listing agent, to 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 buyers, to list to list uh, to to the sellers, right? We don't Attorneys, want we don't everybody. want we don't want to become that you know we don't want to become the stories of that you see on all these groups oh my my loan officer you know last minute had to tell me i had to bring an extra 10 grand to table we don't we don't want to become those stories right we don't want to be in those groups we don't want to be talked about like well that. facebook moms they're brutal oh you gotta be careful. <laughs> they're brutal shout you out to the facebook their, moms shout out to facebook moms but you don't want to get on their bad side no definitely. you're done definitely. you're shunned definitely if you not. live in that area sell your house move out yeah, forget 100%. about it you are now you, there's definitely a yeah. Comac mom. Cool Geo for a, a pre-approval, but yeah, put the house on the market. And yeah, get out of there. <laughs> See, man, mom. come on! I know you. I know you got a lot of stuff you want to talk about, man. You spit the fire lines. You come out with all the extravagant quotes. Well, no, you know, Gio, I mean, how's it? How's it been as far as so now going from being like a workhorse? Because I think that all of us know that the hours that you put in yeah. speak for itself, but. So how is that transition from now buying a house, getting married, and now still being a workhorse? It's, I mean, it's, it's challenging, of course, because obviously, naturally, you want to be able to be home and have those experiences, you know, as a newlywed. But, you know, business is business, and you can't enjoy those, those um, I guess, things in life if you don't, if you're, if you're not figuring it out at work. You know That's what I mean? If, if I'm not, you be. Yeah, yeah, if in my head I don't feel like, I'm where I need to be. I can't go and enjoy myself. I can't go sit on the boat. I can't go sit on the beach and read a book with a clear head if I know I got business to work on. I know a lot of guys that have clear heads that... I know a lot of guys with clear heads. Though. I don't know how clear their bank account is. They got clear heads. I know a lot of guys with clear heads that just... I don't even know how they get through their their day being the person they are. <laughs> but you know why? it is what it is. Because they're comfortable just being comfortable. Yeah. And for people who are comfortable being comfortable... Can't be in this business. It's not how this business works. And just to clarify real quick, right, because I feel like for the people watching, we're making it sound like money means everything to us. It's the most important thing in the world. Just to clarify, I don't think any of us feel that way. But That's not, I, yeah. I think all of us feel the, feel the same exact way in, in the case that 
It makes our life a hell of a lot fucking easier. And like I said, success is not just about making money. It's about no, making it's a difference not. in people's lives. Yeah. Listen, you know, we're, so. all, we're all blessed and talented enough to where when we want to go and pick up our shit and go away for a weekend, we want to book a vacation because, all right, we know that, all right, the Monday. You want right, to do what the fuck you want to do. Right, when you want to go and just live life. You can. To have right. the ability to do that, financial financials are extremely important. And flexibility, which is what yeah. our business gives. Yeah. And that doesn't mean we're not going to provide service to whoever we're dealing with. Like, for instance. You know, luckily, we could work from our phone, so you could be on a vacation yep. with like, your family or your kids. For instance, right, a perfect, a perfect example. Yeah. Like, you go, you leave the office, yep. you pick up your daughter, yep. spend time with her, yep. and then you come back to where, what job... Do you have the ability to do, to do that to where you can't do that go. doing a nine you to five? You need to go and walk into your boss's office. Hey, by the way, can I take off in three weeks? Um, yeah. Every um, other Wednesday and every third Thursday of the <laughs> month that I go and I leave at three. Yeah, and oh, no, you know what? Um, instead of me taking a lunch break, I'm going to leave at three, go pick up my kid, go drop him off, and then I'll be back by 4.15. Is that okay? You know that that's the uh, yeah, no, it's not that's the tough. normal that's the normal way of life for a lot of people. Yeah. You know that's why that's why I love what I do, right? You know we don't I don't have a set schedule, right? Yeah. Like if I want to go in at eleven o'clock in the morning, I can go in because you know I can hang out in the that's morning. That's why you can't but, leave. Yeah, no until way. seven seven thirty. But I'll, <laughs> you don't go in until eleven. That <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. That's now. exactly what I said today. That makes sense. Can't go that that makes sense. Later. All right, it all adds up. All right. But, in, in any case, though, I, I it, we get what you're saying, but that's it, why it we chose good. this. It, it feels good to be able no, to go in when I want. Yeah, of course, work, I love it work too. Work when I want. If I want to take a day off, I'm going to take a day off. But as long as I'm handling my shit and getting shit done and doing the right thing, what difference does it What's make? What's the famous line they say? Choose a job that you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely fucking grinding. Listen, I'm bro. definitely working. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> all of the stuff that we we say about this business that it's challenging, that it's this, that it's that. I love what I do. I love what the fuck I do. You know, whether it's selling money or it's helping a client accomplish whatever they're looking to accomplish, I would not choose any other path in life. And like you said about having flexibility, being able to leave the office and see your family, pick up my daughter, you know, that's not why I chose this business. But the fact that this business gives you the opportunity to not only be it successful, allows you to, it allows, right. you, to, it allows right. you to provide for your family financially. And like you said, we might come off that it's all about money. It's not all about money, but the bottom line is 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 you don't just choose a job because you like it. You choose a job because it's going to help right. you and your family and the people around you, and you like it, right? You know, the reason I chose the mortgage industry is because, like you said, it gives me the flexibility. It allows us to do whatever we want to do when we want to do it as long as you are doing the stuff you need to do to be successful in this business. So, And let me ask the three of the let me ask the three of you this. So, Monday through Friday, you're primarily in the office, right? Yeah. On Saturdays and Sundays, when you're not in the office, do you pick up your phone? Absolutely. Of course. Oh, my God. Why? We're in a customer service business, and you don't why do I pick up my phone? You might think this is not the truth. A lot of people might say the reason I pick up my phone is because we want to close that loan and make money. Obviously, that's... Part of the reason we picked the phone up, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to get a loan and close a deal and, you know, make money, right? But I pick up my phone not only because of that, but also because of I have a person, right, on the other end of that phone. And I know I'm a person also, and I've been a consumer. Gabe's done my loans, and I ask questions that 
you know, and I'm in the business for quite some time now, I, I catch myself asking Gabe things when he's done my loans that if a client asks me that, I'm like, what the fuck? Are, you, are we really talking about that right now? Not that I would yeah, have. That happened on several that. occasions. I said, Dean, what yeah. are we talking about right now? You Have you done this before? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just, yeah, being on that, something about being a consumer, you know, nobody understands. I mean, I feel like we do because we've all dabbled with some real estate and, you know, whatever the case may be, but nobody understands what it's like to be that on that other end, right, be, being that consumer. Right. And the reason, like I was saying, the reason I take so much pride in what we do, no matter how challenging this business is, is because there's a human on the other side of the phone. And the heart that I have, you know, like I said, whether it's making money or not making money, because I've worked on so many transactions where you'll work with somebody for four or five months, and at the last second, they're buying a home, you know, something happened in their life, they had to spend 5,000 bucks out of their bank account, now they can't close. Doesn't mean we're making 5,000 bucks, but there's times where well, I'll lose fucking money to help a person accomplish that dream that they have in life of buying a home, whether they have kids, a family, or they're doing it on their own. I do it to help people and to make money. You know, I feel like some people have the wrong impression about sales businesses. They do it just for themselves. because 100%. They're greedy, you well, know? Gabe, well, Gabe said it to where we operate a business and own a business within a business. So if you're a business owner, whether there's that – you know, client or customer that's complaining about, you know, oh, the meat is too rare. You know, <laughs> I asked for it well done. You know, so at the end of the day, it's it's just all about like our our just customer relations. And then and and then on top of that, I feel that if we don't pick up our phones on a Saturday and Sunday, and I mean when you get that call This guy gets up at the dinner busy. table and picks up his phone. He could be you at a restaurant. Be busy. But if you don't go and take that call on Saturday or Sunday with that kind of a client to, to where we all know and understand that consumers could be needy because they don't know shit about the process. You so find a house, obviously you're going to so call. Much that if we don't pick up the phone, what's going to happen? The next great loan officer, that's Gio or Gabe or Dean, is going to answer the phone. Bro, I say this all the fucking time. I pick up my phone because I'm fucking terrified of the next guy behind me that's going to pick up the call. I remember we were at Toku two years ago, a year ago, and you were with Kristoff, your buddy, who, yep. who you work with. And we were at the table, and I forget. The reason why, you know, being in our business, this guy, yo, we're sitting at dinner with fucking seven people. We're having a great time. And I, I remember literally what happened. His phone rang, and it was a lead on the phone. And the guy got up, and he walked out of the restaurant to speak to the client. Now, I don't care what the fuck you say. When you're successful, you know, when you don't have the right intentions in business, you're not stopping what you're doing to, to pick the phone up for that client. But the reason I'm saying that is because what you brought up, I mean, not everybody has those qualities. And to see people like that, you know, in our business, this kid literally was in the middle of a fucking party. He got out. He walked out of the restaurant to speak to that client because – what if it was you buying a home, whether us even being in the mm -hmm. business? I would expect that same, you know, quality of person in my loan officer as we should be to that person. So, you know, me, me and Gio constantly talk about this all the time. Um, you know, customer service is huge. And I felt and I feel like ever since COVID, it took like this big downward spiral. It's true. Like everywhere I go, every person I talk to, every business I call to, you know, to, to get something done or to to figure something out it 
challenging. I get, I get like a pulling I, teeth. I get a get bunch of do I don't knows, or I get, I'm not too sure, or I get, we don't do that with without somebody having to say like, you know, that's a good question. Let me find out for you, right? Like, I don't know. I, you know, I'm three years into our business, and I'm learning every day about our business. Every day, I'm learning something new, right? And if I don't know something, I'm you better believe I'm I'm saying like, hey, I'm gonna call you back in five minutes. I'm gonna get you an answer now. Right. And you better believe in five fucking minutes, I'm getting I'm getting them an answer and I'm calling you the right. Is that why you right call back. me so often for for questions? Yeah, I don't really <laughs> Yeah, but you never pick up, so why do I call? I don't know. This guy's fucking dancing. What do you think he's picking up? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, um I really, you know, this this was awesome again today. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to dabble on. I know we're we spoke. We're no, I, I, actually, I'd like topics. to have. I'd like to have one more question. Um, so if I can ask Gio a question. So, realistically, I know you have a lot of passion for your work. You know, your work, friends, family, wife. Um, what does the word love mean to you? That's so crazy. I'm not answering that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That is absolutely ridiculous. This guy's going viral. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Uh, the only thing I've talked about this entire podcast about love. First of all, I'm a lot more than my relationship. You know what? We, you know what we don't talk about. Just gonna G- let you know. No, I hyped. I hyped you up. Remember, I said I, I hyped you up. <laughs> Gio's had a ton of experience, right? Like he's done. He's done a ton, and like, I would say. The Come last, on, like, I fucking met this guy years. when we started working together. I looked up to what? Gio because how old were you? You were twenty. I was twenty-seven. Gio, what did you do? What did you do? To, I've done everything, bro. Honestly, prior to mortgages, I owned a restaurant. Before, before I got into mortgage business, I owned a restaurant. And before that, I was in hard money business loans. I was always a sales guy, finance guy. But as a kid, I started working in a restaurant when I was 13 years old. Just a side note: people still talk about Geo in the hard money business. Really? They, he's a ghost. I had no idea. Yeah, That's they they talk they. <laughs> They don't even hey, say his name. Him. They don't even say his name. Really? Absolute legend. Listen, anybody who names a restaurant after their s- themselves. I mean, come on, the guy did something right in life. It was technically after my grandfather, so I'm not going to be uh, yeah. <laughs> so egotistical. It wasn't yeah. all about me. But the hard money business whispers. Yeah. The, wall, the walls whisper. Gio. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was fucking 2013. You were crushing it. That's what you were saying, right? Yeah. I was trying to remember what I was doing. In I was 23, 23, 24, 25. Made... You know, getting more money than I ever have. And that's when I was like, you know what? I have a passion. I want to own a restaurant. So that's when I kind of went that route. But it took me away from what made me money. And it was just... <laughs> what you paid. And then it was just losing, losing, well, listen, losing we're going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like welcome to the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you, you went back to what you know you do, no matter what type of sales it is, money. Because you're a money guy, right? Yeah. So... The restaurant's something that will... We'll I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it eventually. Will, I mean, listen, yeah. how I look at... And I, maybe you guys agree. That's going to be fun for us in the, in the future. Yeah, in yeah a few that will years, be fun. we'll do a podcast there. Yeah, again, I didn't know you guys then, so it, it'll be a totally different experience now. Of course. But that's how life is, it, bro. It's, it's funny because when I look back at that experience, I, I let go of a lot of people in my life because that was something that I was very passionate about. And a lot of people didn't show support. Support doesn't have to mean you don't have to repost my stuff, you don't have to. You know, hold parties at my place. Show up but to your if, friend's fucking restaurant. If you don't show up to get one fucking slice, you're a jerk off. And I don't need you as a friend. I don't need you as family. See you later. Doing a mortgage with somebody's different, but if doing you can't a mortgage get a slice is different. Doing a mortgage is different. That's your personal information. You can't go get a I slice understand. of fucking pizza. I understand, but if you can't break out two seventy five, you cheap right? fuck, to come get a regular slice. <laughs>
That's how I feel about it. You might have to cut that out. All you people out there. Whoever didn't show up to Giovanni's, <laughs> right here. Look where I am today, motherfucker. <laughs> so that's that. But, all right. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers. All right. Cheers well, listen. That, I, but listen, I, one, one thing I want to say is, in the business, especially in the business we're in, we're, I think we're our own worst enemy. We pick ourselves apart. We're picking at every little thing on the deal. What could I have done differently? What could I have said differently? Blame yourself. Always. You blame yourself always. So. And you feel like every day you're, you know, you're, we're you're, doing something wrong. You're, you're busy. <laughs> but, you. You're you busy, feel, but not productive. You, yes, yeah. exactly. And you feel like at the end of the day, no matter what happened throughout the day, whether it was on you or not, you take that home, and it's personal. So again, no matter what, I'll never be satisfied. I'll never be content. It's to the moon, or I'm gonna die trying, literally. Yeah. So that's how I look at it, especially with what we do, working together. Yep. You got to su surround yourselves with the right people, with like mindsets. This is cool, bro. You I know? never had this in my life. Even no, of we, course. We weren't friends before the business. I met you in the business when I kind of started. You know, it's nice to actually have, like you said, like-minded people that yeah. can not only be friends, but could actually be in the same business and collaborate. I feel like our business, everybody wants to compete and... Who's making more money? Who's cut the road? So I don't know much of that competition. And look at right. Man. So uh, honestly, like Gabe, like Gabe and I, we could talk, we laugh, we joke, and stuff like that. And I wouldn't have met Gabe yep. if it wasn't, it wasn't for, for yeah. connecting to right. where we just have such like-minded values. Hundred percent. To where then Gabe is just like in the same equation. Yeah. So now it's like that's that's what allow us to just vibe and just yeah. continue well, to where we look at we look at where we're at right now. Fast forward, right? So if you're where you're at right now, right, and you look back a year ago, look back two years ago, if you're still in the same place, same bank account, yeah. same girlfriend, same boyfriend, the same treadmill that you're running on, what's going to change? Yeah. You know what needs well, to change? You, yeah, you're, you're like right. a, That's you're like it a, down to. you're like a gerbil running on a and wheel. Some bro. of us are in that situation, and like I said today, this morning when I posted a story on my social media, today's the day. You know, today's the day. So even I could speak for myself. I always say I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. I'm going to implement this into my life or my business. And you get started and you stop. You know, if today's the day, man. Uh, people feel like it's too late. It's never too late. You know, you got to take action now. And if you could just take action now. And put the right, you know, steps in motion, you know, towards whatever you're looking to accomplish, you know, that's what's fulfilling. In sure. My, in my and opinion. you feel bad for like those people at times to where we all have so many friends on social media and all this stuff. We well, used to say it all the time. How the fuck's this guy traveling to this country and doing this and doing this? I've, Don't we do well? Aren't we? What the did, fuck is going especially, on? Especially throughout COVID, you know, we had the we had the luxury of having a big network to yeah. where. We all had the ability to crush it right? yeah. and to make a lot of money, but guess what? You had a 10 p.m. curfew. You couldn't <laughs> go out past 10 p.m., guys. So it was like you're back to like being like 13. Yeah. So, so now I would go away all the time. And then I would get DMs at times from like certain friends or certain like. What are you, you doing? Know, Why are you away? Like, they're like, bro, how are you always away? <laughs> Literally, you know, like how are you, how are you always away, or like how are you? Maybe we were talking away? about you then. We're probably talking about Savala. Why is he always fucking traveling? <laughs> and then they're just like, how are you, how are you always away? And you know, a few of my boys Literally. are you know self-employed or you know teachers, cops, and, and stuff like that. It's like, it's like, why am I always away? I was like, because you know I'm blessed and I have the ability to do that. So. Yeah, I think yeah. also too, like you know, 
especially in sales, you know, whether it's real estate, mortgages, camera sales, and, and it doesn't matter. Any any type of, you know, sales business that you're in, check your circle, right? Yeah. Audit your circle. Look at who you're hanging out with. Look at, you know, look who you spend your time That's with. That's powerful. Yeah. Audit your circle. That's powerful. Yeah, and, and it's... Audit and, your fucking circle. <laughs> and it's true. You become who you hang out with. It's, it's true. It's true. You know, if, if you want to take it to the next level, if you're making $50,000 a year, you know... Nothing wrong with that. But you're probably hanging out around people that make fifty thousand dollars. You know, and if you want more and if you want more for yourself, fucking go get it. Right? right. Get get cut some of these cut some of these people out, hang out less. This world has that opportunity. This world, this country that we're in, the state that we're in, you know, you could travel two hours and go to Miami to a place like that where there's tremendous opportunity. This world gives so much opportunity and it's up to us to really take advantage of it. It fits the saying. Yeah. Lawyers hang out with lawyers, doctors hang out with doctors, and shit hang out with shit. Yep. I heard something. That's how it works. I heard something just the other day, and it made a good point. And the guy goes, let me ask you a question. How many red cars did you see on the way here? I don't know. 62? He goes, but you don't know that number. No. What if I told you for every red car you saw on the way here, you get 100 bucks? That would change your trip, wouldn't it? You'd be looking for those red cars. So if you don't go out every day and look for that opportunity, you're not going to see it. It's true. you got to keep your eyes open and look for the opportunity because it's right there in front of you. If you're closed off, you're walking right past, and it's, you're never, it's never coming back. Man. Better see a red car driving down the fuck. Now I'm going to see a red car. Now we're doing <laughs> <podcast>. red cars <laughs> on the way home. Well, ladies and well. gentlemen, it's time to go enjoy dinner. <sighs> Cheers. Cheers. Gabe, you're not drinking tonight. Shout out to the Mindset Media team. We appreciate it. Mindset Media. It was another great episode on the After Hours podcast. And uh, listen, uh, you know, you, you three, of course, I appreciate you guys coming out today and uh, sharing some of the uh, stuff that, uh, you know, we've gone through together in the business and life. And I look forward to, uh, you know, doing this again in the future. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, Dean. Thanks for having me back, brother. Mr. Yeah. Simbala, Mr. Gio, and Mr. Gabe Raban. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>